is it. This is uh, No Laugh Track Podcast, episode 307. It is super duper nice out, uh, but we are inside a building in Minneapolis, Acme Comedy Company, because it's their podcast. I'm the host, Justin Severson. I am here with a first-time guest. I think it's his first time at Acme this week. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure yeah. he's going to let us know. It's Ahmed Barucha Hello. is here with me, and I think I pronounced your name cr- you did. close yeah, enough. Dead on. Awesome. I've the last like uh, four sleeps I've had. It's been <laughs> repeating your name to myself is what's been putting me to sleep. That's funny because I, I and really I'm only slightly exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying I don't really mind when people say it wrong? I can't blame them. You know, sure, sure. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is my first time at Acme, but I've always wanted to come here. Like, you know, doing comedy for 14 years now, I just hear about the club from everyone that passes through. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome. Thank you. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> it's about time. Uh, so you've it's Thursday. You've had a couple shows uh, already? One show last night. Oh, you didn't you weren't here Tuesday. No, Frank Caliendo was Oh, here. that's right. Yeah. Fra- who is this now? He's a uh, he's a lot of guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It was the second of the two Caliendo shows yeah, this week. Yeah, that was week. cool. I saw that he comes does he come here like just drops in whenever like whenever? Oh, it's been a while. Oh, I mean, okay, it was 2 weeks ago yeah, and then before that it's been years oh, okay yeah because when i looked on the calendar i was like oh he was here a few weeks ago too that's cool yeah 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 <laughs> no it's it's kind of a fluke huh. but yeah um that's right so how was last night just one show oh, in how fun. was it yeah it was crazy for like a wednesday too i was like not expecting you know usually you do a show on a wednesday you're like yeah it's gonna be a light crowd it was full crowd it was great right uh and i can say this and it's not gonna uh take anybody away that was thinking about going to your show, but <laughs> Hamilton started last night in town. Uh-oh. Yeah. Maybe I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I could say that because obviously good luck getting tickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you went up against Hamilton, so if anybody showed nice. up last night, I know yeah. that's the biggest thing on the that, on the news last night, they were uh, they had uh, you know one of the reporters outside the theater waiting for the show to end so they could yeah. interview people, and they, had, they were showing some stuff uh, from people going in. Uh, saying to my wife, white people, white people, white people, white people. It was 100, they showed like 25 people. They were also at my show. (laughs) Uh, We have a lot to talk about because I've been doing my research on you and you're a busy fella. You got got some stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But since you've never been on this podcast, of course, we should probably talk about, uh, you know, a little history of where you started, how you started and that type of thing. Uh, First of all, I want to ask you... Minnesota, before like besides Acme, mm-hmm. what when when anybody would say Minnesota to you, uh, what, what came to mind? Hockey, Mighty Ducks, because I was a big hockey fan when I was a kid. Okay. Minnesota North Stars, yeah, oh yeah. Are you sucking up to me by saying <laughs> yeah, North no, Stars? No, you don't no. need to. No, I remember. I, I like. I would love. I was actually trying to get like maybe I'll try to get a jersey while I'm here or something. That'd be cool. Yes, like an old Minnesota North Stars jersey. I just saw a guy with a really cool North Stars tattoo the other day. Yeah, really? yep. I'm not against that. <laughs> not against that at all. I even played pickup hockey today, and there were some guys with jerseys out there. Pickup hockey? Mm-hmm. What do you mean yeah. you play pickup hockey? Yeah, at the Parada- Par- Par- Paradise Gardens or something, Parade Gardens. On on skates? Yeah, you... yeah, I brought my stuff. What? I figured there'd be hockey here, so I, I brought my stuff with me. <laughs> 
Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up like loving hockey. My dad's like a really big hockey fan. Uh huh. Who he's from Pakistan, and he just for some reason. Of course. Well, I make it. I make hockey. the connection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can make that jump. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so I just yeah, I grew up playing hockey and was excited to come here and play. Everyone was pretty good actually. Uh, I have done like I said at the beginning three. This was three hundred and seven of these podcasts. Wow. Uh, Lori Kilmartin was here a few weeks, a month or so ago, and she she's talked great. about yeah. She was she's is and was a swimmer right. and she talked about looking to to find a place to go swim do lap swim that was very really? important to her which i thought wow. was awesome yeah. but no one no one's playing no hockey. one <laughs> has brought their skates to do to play hockey not in december not in february and definitely not at the end of august yeah yeah i heard that it's not the best time to be playing <laughs> wow i i've so do you just call what did you do call around like hey where's I, there I a googled, game i googled like uh pickup hockey and i only found one place but they were they're having it three days in a row but but then I went there today, and they said they're closing tomorrow because they're fixing stuff or whatever. So, so I brought all my stuff. Hopefully, I can find some other spots. No but, shit. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of rinks here too. Oh, that, that's for sure. So many came up on Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's that's a lot of rinks. And during the day, it was, was it yeah. like at five a.m. Like before noon. these guys had to go to work at noon? Yeah. Or their, their lunch break, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that's super cool. Yeah, it was fun. That's super cool. Who was your uh, hockey team growing up? Who did you the follow? The Kings. I grew up in California, so I loved uh, Wayne Gretzky and the Kings. And then I moved to Rhode Island, so Boston's also kind of a mm-hmm. second team. And then I married a uh, Detroit fan, a Red Wings fan, so now they're kind of in there, too. I like the Wings as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right on. <laughs> no kidding. What position did you play? Uh, in high school, I played center mostly, but now I'm just D because I'm too fat for <laughs> for forward. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm blown away by that. That's crazy, man. Well, don't be too, don't be too blown away. I was getting yelled at a lot today. It was, it was a pretty good pickup ho- hockey play. Today. Getting yelled at? Yeah, you know, I, I wasn't like the best player out there, and every once in a while you, you kind of make a mistake. Be like, what are you doing? You know, get back, get back. Well, okay, I got one. I guess I got one more question about this. So you show up, and uh, obviously you don't know anybody Mm-mm, yeah did anybody curious like where are you from man where you what do you no, oh, we haven't seen are, you here before i'm actually surprised that like people aren't very friendly <laughs> like uh just in general and like pickup hockey because like i don't know you think like you're all adults we're just playing hockey still as adults no one's making it yeah know? and uh but everyone kind of keeps to themselves i think they i think they kind of see a new guy they're like oh who's this guy he's gonna get in the way and i kind of did so i couldn't totally blame them <laughs> they were all really good <laughs> uh besides skates what are you showing up with um shin guards i wear everything i was the only one wearing uh shoulder pads so i kind of felt stupid so i guess <laughs> Here, everyone's That's like, what I you don't need wondering. those. And I was like, oh, I, I just put them on anyways. Feel naked I'm not going to check you guys, but in case you guys hit me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right on. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Wait a minute. So you flew here? Yeah. So you had to check your big hockey bag. Yeah, I did. It would cost a little money. Sometimes they do it for free if it's sports equipment, but it costs like 35 bucks. Uh-huh. So round trip, it'll be... 70 bucks okay so let's uh, did you uh, perform anywhere besides california like last week or the week before yeah actually i went to uh well i didn't perform but i went to uh um, michigan with my wife for two weeks okay and i played hockey there but there there my brother-in-law he has like all the stuff oh sure your so family just, there. yeah i just put on his his second set of gear okay it's a little tight and awkward, but uh-huh. make it work. <laughs> Interesting. What other? So, what other states do you perform in? You bring your hockey stuff. Weirdly enough, the last place I did that was uh, Austin, Texas. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> there was only one spot I found, but uh, it was, there was pickup. <laughs> and then, yeah, usually I only do it if I, I'm going to be in town for more than like three days in a row because I figure I'll probably be able to find it and maybe I'll get a couple games in. I'm try- you know, it's like the only way I can really like stay in shape because I hate going to the gym. I hate everything. Hockey's like at least fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so it's a little bit of trying to work off my. I, got, I just became a father, trying to work off my dad, my dad weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dad bod. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta own it. Gotta mm-hmm. own it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm. I when I get a little bit more, I'm proud because I've been skinny <laughs> my whole life. So bring it on. Let's see. I want to see how much I can put on. Uh, let's see. So you've had the first time at Acme. First time in Minnesota? Totally, no? I've no? been here twice before, but always really quickly. Yeah, just like maybe like a day, and then so I, the only thing I've really seen is the Mall of America uh-huh. and um, some some waterfall I saw which was really nice last time I came here. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but it was... In the city nice. here? I think so. Probably? Maybe not too far out or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember from last time I came. <laughs> okay. But this time I walked downtown. It's really nice. It's a really beautiful city. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> right on, man. What else, you got? Anything other? Anything planned besides playing hockey to fill your time here while you're here? That was mostly it. Um, probably gonna sleep a lot now that I have the baby. Whenever I go on the road, it's just like bed. Yeah, as much as possible. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I used uh-huh. to like kind of get bored on the road. You know, like didn't know what to do sometimes. Like I was, you know, you're alone. Now I'm like in heaven in the hotel just sleeping. <laughs> Uh, once you have children, um, yeah, you never feel guilty about taking yeah. more, more sleep. I love Take it. advantage of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I can, oh. <laughs> if you only knew. <laughs> Let's get my ex-wife on the yeah. phone, and we'll, we'll call her and ask her about how much I used to like to nap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, So at Acme here, all summer, they've had this Funniest Person contest going oh, yeah, on. yeah, I heard about that. And next, this coming Tuesday, is the finals. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm curious, did you ever do any contest any amateur contests uh so many contests in the beginning that's kind of like one of your main ways to get stage time actually and uh i did the seattle comedy contest a long time ago and that's where i met cy almondson who's a local uh, favorite of course (laughs) cy has been on the show many times Yeah, and he was uh here he was he did a guest spot on the show yesterday so it was nice to see him oh yeah so so he's back living at acme again yeah yeah (laughs) was he did you just run into him like in the shower back there yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) sometimes he moves in on the couch Uh uh-huh yeah that happens with cy sometimes (laughs) okay so you met cy out in seattle doing a contest Yeah, it's kind of, you know, I've met a lot of my long-term friends from contests, which is a weird place to meet your friends because you kind of meet each other as opponents. Yeah. So uh-huh. at first it's like, you know, you're like, ooh, who's this guy? Ooh. Right, right. But it's also kind of bonding, if, especially if you both lose. I was going to say that, yeah. We're just losing all week. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we became br- great buds. <laughs> sure, nobody gets the uh, alpha spot, yeah, I guess, yeah. right? <laughs> you, it's you and me, man. Yeah. He's Fuck the man. Max, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys don't know talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. Um, well, let's go back here. So you said... You grew up in California? Yeah, I was born in California, but then when I was in high school, I moved to Rhode Island. So I kind of lived in both coasts. Uh, and then Rhode Island is where I started comedy. The, the, you, your family had to go from one side to the other, yeah, huh? Yeah, Nothing in between. Island. Yeah, no, we, we don't like the middle. We need, we need ocean. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ocean people. <laughs> but yeah, my mom was from Rhode Island, and her parents are getting older, so she kind of uprooted us. I was okay. in the middle of high school, so I was not happy about it. Oh. But then I learned to love New England, too. I, I like both coasts. I like, okay. you know, all over, but... 
Uh, New England's a nice, nice spot. Okay. Especially for the hockey. That's kind of where I started really playing. I played roller in California, but then started doing the ice in uh, New England. That's so funny. Yeah, really got knocked around a little bit in the beginning. <laughs> you were doing like like team yeah, roller like hockey? Yeah, my high school team. It was, you know, it was a B division team, but you know, people were really hitting you. <laughs> no, yeah, see like that doesn't exist here. Isn't that weird? Really? It's all just a level or I, I mean maybe it does i have no idea yeah. where maybe you know better than me i don't know where there's a floor hockey teams or oh, you know, yeah. or, I don't know. roller yeah roller, roller hockey roller hockey we yeah have, actually i looked on google there was one spot was there really but i haven't played roller since uh since i stepped on the ice i just really kind of fell in love with the, the it's so much sure faster and funner and i'm just thinking now when the north stars left here for a year or two, there was a professional team here really? that played at Target Center where the Timberwolves play. Oh, wow. They were called, like, the Blue Ox, I think. Yeah. And there were a couple of guys, like, former uh, college, like, Minnesota Golden Gopher, yeah. like, studs yeah. that were, you know, just out of college, not good enough <laughs> to play in the NHL, yeah, yeah. but then went and played, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know if that would work now. Yeah. In any case, so from California to Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tough move. Yeah, yeah, right? Soft California to harsh Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> How big is the family? Uh, I have two sisters, one older, one younger, and my parents. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do how and I've now I know this from doing a little bit of reading about you. What you can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Dad got came to the United States as a child. Uh, when he was uh, 21, around, oh, around older. Age, okay, in his 20s. Oh, okay, early 20s to go to school in Santa Barbara, uh, at uh, UCSB, I believe. Uh, yes, UCSB, and then uh, met my mom working in a, a ranch, San Ysidro Ranch, like where like Ronald Reagan would go, like vacation and stuff. And oh, okay. They met there and fell in love and. Got married. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right on. And then you end up in Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a uh, Patriots fan then? Too excited for football to be starting? I was, I was kind of a Patriots fan when I lived there, but then when I moved away, it's like hard to like, people just don't like them anywhere else. Right. So, yeah. So it's like, I didn't really have tr- any true allegiance to them. I'm not like a huge football guy anyway. So okay. Kind of was just like, all right, I'll, I'll walk away from the Patriots. Sure. <laughs> I still root for like the the uh, uh, the Bruins uh, if mm-hmm. they're not playing the Kings. Okay, but the Patriots, yeah, I don't know. It's not fun to, especially in LA, everyone just hates them. So it's like I don't want to be the guy with the Patriots jersey. Right, <laughs> right. Um, let's see. So like in the Super Bowl last year, which was here in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. so you cheered for the Eagles or no interest at all? Yeah, I, I, I really just wanted like a fun game. It was a good, and it was a good game. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Really, if like I don't really care who wins as long as it's like a close, good game. Yeah. It's not fun to really see a blowout if you're not into either team. No, that's when you uh, focus on the food yeah, or yeah. Uh, more booze yeah. or, yeah, or the commercials, which <laughs> sucked last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. If, if I remember that correctly. So when did uh, so when did comedy? You started that in Rhode Island. How? Yeah, Why? So what the in, hell were you doing? I was in college. I always wanted to do stand up. I loved it when I was a little kid. You know, I loved watching Comedy Central and different stand up specials and Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock and. Just all, you know, Dangerfield and Bob Newhart and Seinfeld and just everyone. Um, so when I was in college, I started working at a, a comedy club, uh, Stitches Comedy Cafe in a Providence Place Mall. It was a, not a good comedy club, but I didn't even know it was a comedy club at first because it was just called Stitches Comedy Cafe. So I was 
young and stupid and thought it was just like a place where the waiter staff was funny. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I, I should work there. You know, I think I could be a funny waiter. <laughs> sure. I, yeah, I was like getting interviewed by like the chef and I didn't even put it together. I'm like telling him like, I love comedy. Um, you know, I, I really, uh, like, I was telling him how much I love comedy and he's just like, uh, we we do dishes. And do, like, do you yes, have I'll do dishes. <laughs> do you have any kitchen experience? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just worked dishes for like I worked there for like a year before I got the courage to like step on stage. Okay. And yeah, I finally like, I didn't even tell anyone I wanted to do it. And finally, like was like, can I can I do the open mic? And they're like, yeah, it's you just it's open mic. You okay. At that place, sign your name. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. How was the open mic scene there? It was not good, not good. <laughs> it was, uh, but that was kind of helpful. I was like watching the open mic scene before I got the courage to go up. You know, it was not really great crowds. It was kind of rough audience, but the same comics would come back, and they didn't ever really seem totally deterred from it. Okay, so that helped me kind of be like, okay, if it goes bad, you still get to do it again. Yeah, it's not like failing. Yeah. It's not you know, like, oh, I guess I'm done. Yeah, it's not like the managers in the corner going, nope. Never again. Never again. <laughs> right. just like, see you tomorrow. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that was that was really a good lesson before I stepped on stage was it's okay to bomb. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, uh, would I know any other comedians that started in Rhode Island? Hmm. Um, let me think. Uh, my best friend, Tim Vargulish, I met him there. Um, he He's just in L.A. now. Okay. Um, I don't think he's come through here. Uh, ben Haig, I think, started in Rhode Island. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of guys I think like uh, that are that left Rhode Island. <laughs> like I refreshed a lot my, of Boston guys. Kind oh, tons. Of, yeah, yeah. That's I kind of where I went. Okay, actually. I, I had to refresh my geography stuff about Rhode Island. I looked something up today about the size mm-hmm. of the yeah, state. Small. 48 miles by 38 miles. Do you I'm think that's so accurate? So bad at numbers and. Guesstimating, but you think that's, that's accurate? Am I sure. remembering that correctly? It takes about an hour, kind of, to drive north north to south. Yeah, less okay. than that. No, that'd be about right then. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's right. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, smallest state in the union. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if I was doing a podcast in Rhode Island and someone asked me what I asked you earlier, that's what I would say. It's I have, what I know is it's the smallest in the, uh, in the yeah. country. <laughs> Other than that, mm, no. and I do like the state. It's a fun state. You know, it's got some nice beaches, and Providence is cool. It's like a little Boston. Yeah, yeah. It's artsy, artsy little city. The Providence Bruins, yeah. right? Yeah, the yeah. minor league. Oh yeah, my my uncles loved that. Them. Yeah, <laughs> they were like rough and tumble. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Um, <laughs> So you started comedy there. What else were you doing at the time? Uh, I was in college studying, at the time, engineering, uh, then trying to switch to theater, but fighting my parents on it. Uh, Once I started stand-up, they kind of softened up a little bit because they saw... Just you know that I cared more about it than other stuff. What did you say to them with uh, like when as you're throwing away your? No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was weird is my. How did older... you try to convince them that this was a good idea? Well, eventually I didn't. Eventually I just was like, I'll just not tell them, <laughs> and that was the best plan. Sure. Uh, and then I told them eventually, like, hey, the last couple of years, just 
I've not been doing engineering. Last <laughs> couple then, of years? Yeah. <laughs> it took that long? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. It was literally like freshman year. After freshman year, I came home and I was like, I don't want to be an engineer. My mom's like, what do you want to be? I was like, I want to do theater. And she's like, no. No, you, like, you got to do something that, that can make money. Uh, but my older sister was a film major. So I was like, what the, what the hell? That's not fair. Yeah, right. And she's like, well, you're good at math. So you got to do something with that. So I stuck it out for another year. And then I think that's when I did the second year is when I started doing stand-up because I was just like kind of frustrated in this. I was not a good student in general. Uh, and engineering gets pretty hard in college. Okay. I was good at science and math in high school, but barely. You know, it was, it was my best subject. But yeah. That's not saying a lot. <laughs> uh, so then started taking acting classes in college and doing stand-up. And I just kind of... That's all I cared about. So eventually, I, was, I wasn't even do, taking the right classes to be a theater major. Eventually, that I took six years to graduate with a theater degree. <laughs> but uh, oh. I was just taking acting classes and kind of whatever else I wanted, which I wish college was like that. I wish you could just like look at a schedule and be like, oh, I'd like to learn that and right. go do that. But yeah, it, most things is like, oh, if you want to be this major, here's your list of classes you have to take. Uh-huh. So, so I did have a lot of fun those years of just going, mm, what's economics like? <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, my second senior year, I was like, okay, <laughs> I got to figure this out. <laughs> why, why does uh, my – how did you just say it? My second – My second senior year. My second senior year is different than – sounds different than second year senior. It doesn't <laughs> sound as good for some reason. Like <laughs> It wasn't good. <laughs> I had, like, a really nice counselor that just cheated all the things for me. She's like – because I had too many maths and science. So all you needed was like one if you were a theater major. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, all right, this math will count as a history. And this science will count as this and that. And I was like, thank you. Nice. <laughs> she just knew I needed to get out of there. <laughs> nice. Nice. Very good. Uh, what it, You said, what does your other sister do? Uh, my older sister does film. And my younger sister, she kind of does everything. She works in restaurants. She works at Sprinkles Cupcakes. She does like corporate orders and stuff like that. She babysits. She walks dogs. She's like a workaholic. She wants nothing to do with like show business. Mm-hmm. She kind of just wants to be different than us, I think. Okay. Uh, so she does everything but show business. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. So, um... And she's a good basketball player. She's a good she's basketball the athlete player. in the family. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was... I assumed it was you. No, no. Mr. I, Hockey. I play, but, like, she's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right on. Right on. Let's talk about... So, wait. You, uh, I'm curious now. And then you said you went to Boston. Yeah, that's where I really kind of found my, my home in comedy. I, it was actually about three years into comedy. I don't know why it took so long. It was only 45 minutes away, but... I went up there and saw like a lot, a lot of younger guys that were doing it. People were doing it. When I was in Rhode Island, I thought once a month was a lot, you know. And then oh, okay. once in Rhode Island, people were like, "Oh, do it every day." And I'm like, "What? You can do it every day?" Yeah. And then that's really where I kind of just felt at home with comedy, you know, doing it in bars. And did just, you have a place to live? Did you find a place to live when you moved to no, Boston? I drove, I'm always curious about buddy, that. Tim Vargulish, who's uh, also a Rhode Island comic, we would just drive together every day almost, you know, after work like an hour drive and drive back and then eventually you know he made enough friends where someone would let you crash on their couch uh and yeah so a lot of just driving late nights after a shitty open mic or something. sure sure 
Never uh, New York? You ever get close? Yeah, I would go down to New York a bunch. I had a couple friends there. I'd kind of maybe take a week or two and just try to hit a bunch of shows. And I lived there for... Uh, I was going to just not do college anymore at one point, especially because I was, you know, didn't have the right credits. It was maybe my first senior year, I think. <laughs> uh, and I just uh, went to New York for a summer. And I was like, I'm just going to live here forever. And I worked at the Comedy Cellar as oh, a no waiter, shit. which is, you know, one of the best clubs in the country, too. Yeah. And that was amazing. Kind of in the news this week. (laughs) Oh, it was? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was was there when I was working there. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was was like the best, you know? You just worked and saw, like, just all the great comics come through. It was awesome. What? Uh, I've been there once, and I know from what I know of the place, it's open like super late into the yeah. right. Oh my! What God. kind of shifts did you do working at the comedy <sighs> it cellar? It was rough. You know, like you'd get out maybe four, four o'clock, six o'clock, and I lived. A, You're talking about a.m. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and especially depending on the comic, there was a couple of comics that were just notorious for like when you knew the waitstaff and he was closing, you'd be like. It's going to be a long night. This guy's going to run the light. He, and, and, you know, they're, they're good comics. You don't want to say anything, but you're just like, I want to go home. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and I, you know, you have all these tips, and I got to take the subway like an hour up to like Harlem. So I'm like shoving the tips of my socks and stuff, <laughs> falling asleep on the subway. But it was it was a great summer. I loved that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, man you know, I, looking back, yeah, that's got to be an awesome experience. Oh, to, it was yeah. one of the best jobs I ever had. Mm-hmm. You get probably some of the most money I've made when working in, you know, because people are happy. They're tipping you. They're they're tipping you on top of the ticket charge. They're laughing. You don't even have to really pay much attention to them because they're watching the comedy show. Yeah. And then you get to watch all these great comics come through. It was awesome. You must have seen everybody. Yeah. I mean, David Tell was probably my favorite. That He was just, like, so nice. And every set was different. He never had the same – he'd do the same joke, but the joke would never be the same. Uh-huh. I just always loved that. You know, and I'm not like that. I usually kind of kind of hone a joke and kind of keep it the same. And he, he was just, it was always flipped around and he would just always have a new way of saying the joke. Yeah. I just thought that was incredible. Yeah, he's one of the best. Yeah. He was just here recently. Was he? Uh-huh. Oh, man. He was just so nice and he was always just like drinking at the bar. And I even like was young enough to think, I was like, oh, I should ask him if he'll watch a demo, listen to like my album or not my album, just like a like CD or something. And, uh, I was like, wait, Dave, will you uh, listen to my CD? And he's like, oh, normally I don't do that. Um, But yeah, leave it by the bar, which I thought was a nice way of saying, like, no. Right. So I didn't leave it by the bar. And a couple days later, he comes up to me and he's like, hey, uh, I couldn't find your, your CD. Dude. Yeah, he he followed up on it, and then he watched it, and he gave me nice advice. He was just like, you know, keep doing it, keep keep writing, and, and I was, thought that was really cool. No shit, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Like later, I felt embarrassed. Like, why did I ask him to? What was I hoping for? But I mean, that is that was kind of the, the what I was hoping for it was just a nice, yeah, keep doing it or something. Yeah, right, you know? right. Yeah. So, how do you blow off younger comics to try to ask you for advice? Do you tell them just Actually, to leave it by I, the bar? I, I like embarrassingly <laughs> love advice. It's like well, probably like I like it even more than doing stand up is like talking about stand up. Good. So when younger comics want to talk stand-up, it's like, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I'll talk hours about about process. or And usually I think the best advice is you got to do it your way. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when uh, Okay, well, along those lines, when you get into a um, 
like a taxi or an Uber, Lyft, etc. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Hey, what do you do for a living? What do you do in town? Yeah. Do you tell yeah, the truth?" I do. I do tell the truth. I, I've heard people say they don't, they just lie, but I yeah. kind of feel weird lying, so I just usually say, "Yeah, I'm a comic, do comedy, going going to a comedy show." Or okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I feel like most people are pretty cool about it. People aren't like, "Tell me a joke," you know. Some people do that, but most people are like, "Oh, cool! That must be an interesting job or whatever," you know. And usually it strikes up a decent conversation. Sure. How about when they try to tell you a joke? I don't mind that. I would rather that. If 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 people just tell you a joke, that's the best. Uh-huh. I just don't want them to ask me to tell them a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would love to hear just some random guy's idea of a joke, you know, or uh-huh. a street joke or just something, you uh-huh. know. Are you good at remembering street jokes? Not too good. I love I love them, but I don't remember most. Yeah. I have like a couple that I remember. And I'll, whenever anyone's telling street jokes, I'm like, ah, oh, here's my three that I know. Or <laughs> right. Try to brush them off and right. tell them. Right. Who was the funny one in your family? Um, probably my mom. My, my dad's corny. He's, he's always trying to be funny, but he's got a really corny sense of humor. So I think at first I didn't count him. I was like, oh, he's really corny, so I didn't get my sense of humor from him. But as, as I get older, I realize that I am kind of him. He, he's we're always, we're uh, all our dads. Just yeah, deal exactly. with it, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, he's always making corny jokes, and I think I'm embracing the corniness as I get older. But my mom's, like, Irish Catholic family. They're all, like, storytellers. You know, you get them together. They're all just sitting around the table, just, you know, nonstop laughing yeah. stories. and. My dad's family, they joke around, but it's just, you know, the jokes are just different. Sure. <laughs> it's all like, and then he couldn't read. <laughs> and everyone else is laughing, and you're like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and? <laughs> no, end. The like end. My uncle has this one story that we always ask him to tell, and it's just like, I was on a motorcycle, and the cop, like, uh, he, dr- he drives away from the cop, but the next time the cop, like, holds his hand, and that's it. But, like... It's like his best story. <laughs> and then I saw the cop again. It is a really long. He tells, it takes a really long time to tell this story, but the punchline is he holds his hand, <laughs> so he can't drive away. Do you do you egg him up? Tell it again. Yeah, tell it do, again. Because it is fun to watch him tell. <laughs> Get new people to yeah. come over and hear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get my uncle to tell you that story. Be and ready. He, like, never remember like most of the details. Uh, love it. Oh, I was going. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I um. I, in all of my research I was doing Mm -hmm. about you, I saw an interview that referenced a trip you took to Pakistan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A trip? A tri- oh, a trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my sister. How many times have you been? Have you been? I've only been once. I went there in Burma where my dad is actually born in Burma, and then he uh, moved to Pakistan when he was uh, 16. But uh, I went there with my sister, who was filming her film thesis. Uh, so she took me with her to be the crew of her uh, film crew. You know? At what age? I was, let me think, um, whew, probably 20, 21 around there. Okay. Somewhere on that. Yeah, and my grandmother came with us. But she was supposed to be our interpreter, but she's kind of old school, and she got like screwed over a lot like in Burma and stuff. So she wouldn't let us tell people that she spoke the language so that she could hear them talking crap about her. Interesting. <laughs> so we're like, in customs trying to get like, you know, they're like asking us all these questions. We have no idea what they're saying. We're looking at my grandmother and she's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't know. 
We're like, come on, you help us. This is what we brought you. <laughs> and she like helped. She like because like she, they escaped from Burma, uh, and like a big part of that was like the government was like taking all the precious jewels and just taking taking things from the people. Like my family's Indian uh, and Pakistani, but like uh, they were taking all the stuff from Indians because Indians had like a lot of the wealth there. Okay, and then there was like a government coup, so the like the people were taking stuff back and so she like kind of got used to like smuggling in and out jewelry so she would make us wear like crappy jewelry on the way in so that when you were in customs you're like look i got three rings i got two earrings i got a necklace and then you'd throw that out and then you'd put on the good stuff no shit yeah (laughs) and she just she was all about it every time she needed to just take out some jewels holy cow (laughs) what yeah it was cool that's crazy (laughs) What other things did she teach you? <laughs> uh, cooking. I, I learned a lot of cooking from her. Yeah. Okay, I suppose, huh? Yeah, she was a great cook. Burmese and Indian food. Really good stuff. And then that's about it. <laughs> um, I well, I have a few more questions about that. Mm-hmm. I, but uh, I think I watched the movie. That oh, you really? S- yeah, it's called Abaji. It's like about a cockfight. I watched it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. 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 It was based on a story my dad used to tell us as kids. So it was a true story. When he was a little kid in Burma, we filmed it in Pakistan, but when he was in Burma, he uh, he had a rooster, you know, just pet rooster. Uh-huh. And he thought it was like the coolest, best rooster. So he was kind of young and naive, so he took it into the city and uh, took it to a cockfight, not knowing that the other roosters are like trained, they're like trained killers. <laughs> And it just died in like two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a really sad story. But so he always—I don't know why—but he always used to tell us that story. I don't remember what the moral was. <laughs> it was just huh. don't go to cockfights, or <laughs> uh, I made a bad choice by f- killing my rooster. <laughs> it was a sad story, but uh, he just always told us that. We always asked him to tell us the rooster story. Maybe it was like you know the funniest story he had. <laughs> uh, so my sister kind of based her film thesis on that story. Kind of added some elements of uh, his father uh, and yeah it was, it was a really f- great fun movie I loved it well let me tell you something uh, watching that and not having any idea what's coming yeah. I was like oh shit this is so sad yeah it what is sad what the fuck yeah. <laughs> what did I just watch and then well, no roosters were harmed uh, in the. I, I did watch know. to the very credits <laughs> yeah. where that is said Although some were eaten but not by us <laughs> <laughs> my cousins like had these like driver guys they would drive them around uh, and every once in a while we'd just be missing a chicken and we're like oh we need that chicken that's our actor no and they would just have eaten it <laughs> son of a bitch yeah so yeah to like try to go to the market and get like a similar looking chicken a couple times a couple times body double yeah we're like this kind of look like (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) wow any interest in going back i would love to i almost went back and almost took my dad which would have been really cool because he hasn't been back since he left um yeah to either country i would love to take him to either Um, does he want to um, he, I think he wants to go to Burma more. I think that's where he really kind of f- felt like was his home because he was 16 when he moved away. Yeah. Um, and Pakistan, he was willing to go to Pakistan when I was – I had a, uh, some shows lined up and they fell through because something was going on with the government or something or the military where things were a little unstable. So they canceled the shows. Yeah. Uh, which was a bummer. But, yeah, I would, I would be totally down to go, go again. 
No shit. Yeah. So when you went, was the uh, well, obviously you went with some family, so mm-hmm. there was no like, oh, you shouldn't. I mean, Burma was more the one that was kind of uh, iffy, because uh, like Pakistan, especially if you had like American passport, people kind of were cool with you. You'd be like, look, I'm from America. They'd be like, oh, cool, nice, we love America. Okay. Uh, Burma, I think they're just like a little bit more um, restricted on things, and especially like my sister was bringing in a camera. And I don't think they like filming there. There's a lot of, like, you know, the government is really corrupt there. Uh-huh. Um, so, so yeah, that, that one was a little bit more. But my grandmother, she was like, we're going. We're going there. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm curious, like, growing up, how did you know much about those areas of the country? Like, was no, it talked about really. at home? No, I mean, in school, really. it's not really taught, right? No, my dad wouldn't t- t- say too many things. I mean, I was, we had some cousins that lived there, um, so they would tell stories, mostly that you could stand on the roof of cars. That was, like, I remember a lot of people would. Of just, course, that would stand out like, to a kid. Yeah, that sounds like, amazing. In Pakistan is great. You can stand on the roof of a car while it drives. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> and like, no one's following. When you drive there, it's like chaos. Like, no one's following the traffic laws. You kind of just hit, like get to a red light, and it's more of a yellow light. A yellow light is just like a, a green light. Right. And like, no one's staying in their lanes. And so, like, my cousins would always brag, like, oh, there's so many less accidents in Pakistan. But it's because like, you can't go very fast because everyone's constantly like worried that someone's gonna come crashing into them sure it's like a school of fish yeah you you have to be like alert yeah Uh uh-huh uh so that was yeah that was crazy there um yeah i didn't know that much about it i'd say you know uh my dad i didn't even know that he he was a refugee i didn't even know that really until i was an adult yeah because he he always just told us that he had to leave burma because the government was taking their money which i thought was just like oh taxes or something you know but it was like a government coup and they were like taking people's stuff you know shit so yeah you know they had to like escape on foot and like it was uh way more intense than he made it seem yeah right (laughs) he was like oh we had to leave they were just too much taxes. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Yeah, a little more serious than <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so, how close do you like uh, in 2018, where we are now? How close do you pay attention to I what's going to, on over there? I mean, Burma. There's some really horrible stuff happening with like uh, the um, the Rohingya Muslims. They're like ethnically cleansing. It's like genocide right now. It's like really intense. That's that's like the most I know right now about that. Okay. Like the, the the military's doing it. They're trying to pretend they're not doing it, but there's like they're clearly doing it. But the government is afraid of the military because they've taken over so many times. So there's kind of this like I don't know. No, no one's doing anything, and they're just burning these villages down, and it's really sad. Jesus. Um, Pakistan. I don't know too much i know there's a lot of corruption but there's like a new prime minister that uh people i know seem to be excited about which is cool hopefully that goes well um i remember when i was there it was a long time ago 2005 and my cousins they're kind of like talking about the corruption and how like most of the time cops just just give them money yeah they pull you over just give them money yeah that's pretty much how everything worked (laughs) it was like Give them some money and go on your way. I think that that happens in Wisconsin, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wish I knew more. I don't know, like, details. I couldn't really... Oh, I'm not trying to put yeah. you on the spot. Oh, I'm no, just no. curious of Yeah, I like, I like to. I like to keep in touch with what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... <coughs> I saw... I've mentioned this before on this podcast, that I witnessed cockfighting in Mexico, really? like... 
20 some years ago must have been brutal yeah, yeah. it was we went to a bullfight in, in between the bullfights they in had in between it was like an appetizer yeah 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 <laughs> it was like a commercial break well, yeah <laughs> yeah time show and it, wow. it was i never yeah. wanna i'm not for that no. yeah. i don't know that's awful i yeah, eat we, meats we and everything like but i that's all of it. it was kind of cool the way you faked it like because we weren't sure how we we're gonna do it but a lot of times you know if you kind of just let these aren't like trained roosters, so if you just kind of put them near each other, they'll kind of just like fluff up and mm-hmm. just kind of puff each other. Pretend they're badasses. Yeah, it was like guys like outside a bar that don't want to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's mostly <laughs> what it was. You just kind of film it in a way where it looks like they're they kind of jump all around a lot. And, <laughs> and a lot of times, actually, what you do is you show them a mirror, and they're just kind of. They puff up to their own reflection. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot of cool little tricks we learned. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, like, to make them look dead, we just, like, tied their feet, which is how you buy them in the market, and they just lay there. <laughs> so, huh. so like, they're just like, ah, all right, my feet okay. are dead. I'm just lay here. <laughs> Chicken trick, everybody learned. Yeah, just yeah, if you ever want to fake a cockfight. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a, weir- a really weird... Um, Animal experience the other day. I took uh, the family. The Minnesota State Fair is going on right now. Yeah, I want to go to that. You should if you have a yeah. chance in the next few days. Is it far away? How far? No, no. Nice. Uh, like yeah. an Uber away? Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, absolutely. Huh. In fact, an Uber would be a great way to get there. Yeah, because I'm sure parking You probably don't have a car, and if you did, yeah. it is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. In fact, our uh, new quarterback here, Kirk Cousins for the Vikings, yeah. he tweeted uh, he was trying to go to the fair the same day I went on Sunday, and he didn't get in because he drove his caravan over with or minivan with his family oh and couldn't God. find a parking spot and went, and went home and said, maybe another day for the what? Cousins family. <laughs> I feel like he could just get out of his car and be oh, like, of course someone he could. park this? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> You kidding me? Yeah. yeah, he could get that freaking yeah, <laughs> chauffeured for yeah. him. Yeah, I, I, pull in. Absolutely. Anyway, so we went on uh, Sunday, and I had one of the most amazing experiences. Uh, I've always been fascinated by alligators. Oh yeah, I think they're just like yeah, they're I'm scared cool. of them, but I think yeah. they're so cool. I love yeah. how their mouth kind of looks dinosaurs. like they're deviously smiling, yeah. and they <laughs> are like completely like present day dinosaurs. Yeah. They got to be the closest thing for sure. So they have a guy, there's this Monty's traveling reptile thing yeah. that's at the state fair every year. We were just about to leave the fair and we were in front of Monty's stand and one of the guys working at the thing had a door open. They have a, they have a, like a, I don't know, 17 foot, 16 foot alligator, eight oh foot. I don't know. It's huge. It's a 40, <laughs> it's like 46 years old or something like that. Oh. Yeah. They have this giant alligator that they, this part of their show. Yeah. When we're walking by, the guy had a, uh, like the tra- the door that they opened to mm-hmm. get him in and out and to feed him. They had it open and the gator's head was out. Oh my God. Like past its neck. Yeah. I guess. Neck. Yeah. Neck. Uh, and he was having people come up and pet it. And it was just letting people pet it? I pet an alligator. Whoa. I pet, pet, petted? 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 Yeah. Pet. Pet. What is correct there? I think pet. I pet an al- I petted. Is pet- I touched. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. I, I caressed an alligator. Can I touch your alligator? <laughs> what? <laughs> so my question, and I also, and my daughters were with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them were, was way too freaked out and wasn't going to do it. And the other one did. And, like, I have video of it on my camera yeah, here yeah. of my daughter. Like, I mean, there's just the guy who's, like, he's got his hands kind of by the do- – I mean, there's no, like, Nothing tape. I mean, yeah. it could oh, chomp. Yeah. And it's just a guy standing there kind of with his hands in front of it. And he's going, okay, just reach to the side and you can yeah. pet it. You can touch it. You can touch it. Uh, and I let my – I was going to let both my kids. One of them yeah. did. <laughs> Would you do that yourself, Ooh, first um, of all? 
I would be a little hesitant. Sometimes I don't even like petting someone's dog. Ditto. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. Um, but maybe with the alligator, I would be more inclined to pet because I feel like people aren't afraid of their dogs biting you. But that guy's probably a little more concerned for the alligator biting you. So I would, yeah. I would trust that he would be on alert. Good point. Um, and if I saw enough people do it before me. I only saw one person do it before ooh, me. I would need at least more than one. Mm-hmm. I would need to see if the alligator even like flinched ever. <laughs> I have been. I it's have. Like three people. This Monty's traveling, you know, reptile thing or whatever has been at the fair for as long as I can remember. Yeah. And I've been going all my life. And no one's been bit. No, not that I know of. That, However, Monty, the guy Monty, just passed away in the last year. Uh-oh. So now there's a new guy running it, like yeah, his I'm apprentice. I'm so that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm like. I he's don't know. If, it, did yeah. Monty ever let that happen? Yeah, did that ever? a few years being the new guy right? before I pet that alligator. <laughs> I didn't think about that until we were leaving. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, shit, that's the new guy. <laughs> yeah. That's not Monty who like raised these things from yeah. pops or whatever. Where's Monty? Get him out here. Yeah. So I don't know. And did he pass away of natural causes? Or He did, okay. yes, yes, yes. And it had nothing to do with uh, <laughs> any reptiles, as far as I know. As far as I know. I saw on your uh, Instagram that you were uh, at a fest with our friend Alingon Mitro recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say when Rhode Island... I don't know if he's from Rhode Island, but I met him in Rhode Island. He used to come to an open mic I ran when he was just starting out. I no shit. It's so cool to see like how far he's come. You know, It's like he's just a little little boy at our open mic. And <laughs> Lingnam Mitra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's fantastic. Oh, re- really? He he did the open yeah. mic you ran. I, at the time, I thought it was like he was just starting. I don't know if he might say, oh, I've been doing it for bef- years before that. Or year. But I remember thinking like, yeah, this guy, he was one of his first times was at my open mic. That's so cool. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It's a small world. I um, He has said once, I think it was one of his last times on this podcast, told me that at one point in his life, he thought his family was from Indiana mm-hmm. because they're Indians. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> uh-huh. Let that soak in for a minute. Uh-huh. That that wasn't like part of his act. Like yeah, he's telling me that truth. As, as truth. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turns out, no, that's not where he's from. Um, also, another thing I read ab- about you and your family, uh, someone had a restaurant? Oh, yeah. We had a couple. We grew up in restaurants. Like my dad, um, he managed he was like a general manager of a bunch of restaurants when i was a kid and then my mom worked in this italian restaurant since i was born and then when i was 11 we bought it from the owners who were kind of like our third set of grandparents we owned that for a few in, years in california yeah in santa barbara where actually a dave taylor a king's player came in once which was like the highlight of my dad's life <laughs> he has like a poster of it that he shows everyone um, nice and then we owned that restaurant for a few years and then uh, got out of that um, and then owned a Mexican restaurant for a little while and then got out of that. A uh, uh, Mexican restaurant, sure. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh-huh. it was a really good Mexican restaurant. Uh, we, But, like, it was funny because the owner was, was a, a Pakistani man and an Irish lady. Yeah. <laughs> so And it was in a Mexican neighborhood, so it was kind of – the odds were a little stacked against us. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, did, it did pretty well for a little while. And then the restaurant industry was just so hard that my parents are – they just sold it. Sure. We uh, – Got out of owning, owning the restaurant. Okay, but yeah. yeah, we yeah we grew up in the kitchens and okay know, washing the dishes and my sister would run the the register. My mom was the only waitress for a while. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was basically there after school every day. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some, uh, I've experienced uh, washing dishes at a few different restaurants. Certainly not a glamorous job. No, it's not. No? <laughs> yeah, just getting other people's leftover food all over you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But and it's th- thrilling, too, though. I, I do... Sometimes I, I I miss a little bit of restaurants because like, it's always like a it's a high you get yeah you know it's like the rush there's like when I was waiting tables at the comedy cellar upstairs where there's not the comedy club yep. is like an intense New York restaurant mm-hmm. and there is something about it where when it's going well and you're getting the tips and it's just you know everyone's moving and it's kind of this well-oiled machine yeah hopefully. for sure yeah so I miss that part but yeah it's it's a lot of work yeah. So restaurants last like f- job you had? Um, no, let me. Th- I think the last job I had was Uber driver. Oh, Uber driver. Yeah. Well, it can't be that, that long ago. No, not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Driving Uber. That was like the best when like I because I quit a job before that to go into comedy, and then when I ran out of money, kind of got Uber back in there, and that was perfect because you could still kind of you could go on the road whenever you wanted. You no one was mad at you if you took a right. day off so it was perfect well here i am asking you if you lie to uber drivers well of course man you probably got some code of ethics yeah, yeah actually before i tell them a comic i usually tell them i used to be an uber driver oh, yeah that's a better conversation uh-huh. yeah sure right <laughs> then like, they just complain about uber and you're like yeah, i know what the fuck oh yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, the number one thing i always ask uber drivers is like where do you pee because when i was an uber driver that was the hardest thing yeah usually i just had to like eventually jump out of the car and pee in the bushes somewhere sure because you're just like the timing is never right. Yeah. Uh huh. You're just like you pick up someone. You're like I kind of have to pee. Then by the time you drop off them, maybe you get another ride. You're like oh no, I just got to pee somewhere. Yeah. N- yeah. No kidding. I had a job <laughs> once um, doing deliveries around the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. delivering. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. Windshields, car windshields. Oh wow. And uh, to places that where you put in- the installed them. <laughs> the in- installation the companies have these big boxes actually oh, okay. outside uh, their buildings and yeah. you just kind of slide them in between these oh, wow. yeah anyway they stay safe but uh same deal i would i would start early in the morning and yeah. be by myself all day yeah i knew the i knew the best bathrooms at target target oh, nice target if i needed to, yeah. to poop yeah target, target. yep mm-hmm. <laughs> target stay away from a gas station obviously yeah, yeah. nope yeah, no. Target. Target's <laughs> where it's at. I uh let's I'm gonna talk about your album. <coughs> sure. Called Almond Badoot. <laughs> Not the smartest t- title to be found. Uh but yeah, uh it's a play on just people saying my name sure. wrong. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure. I wanted to call it Almond Bird Shit, because that was what someone called me once. Mm-hmm. But I changed it to Badooty because I figured I'm actually mostly clean too, so I thought if I put bird shit on the title, people wouldn't know that it was a mostly clean album, and they'd oh yeah just maybe be like, hey, this, people that were looking for that might not listen to it. And then yeah, good point. They were looking for something a little more dirty, and I'm like, this guy's too clean. <laughs> good point. Um, how can I ask this? How you're at Acme right now? Mm-hmm. How much of the album is being performed um, right now? I'd say still a good majority. I, I'd like to, you know, I'm trying to cycle in new stuff, but especially when I go on the road, you you just like. I just had a kid too. I got a lot of some some new stuff about my kid and some stuff here and there, but I'd say still like eighty percent okay. or less, maybe seventy seventy percent. Okay, yeah. So trying to get rid of it, trying to shed it, trying to shed the the old album. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a, a kid can keep you very busy. Oh yeah, so for sure. I, 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 can, I can definitely understand. Did I? You have a son? A son, yeah. yeah. He's one years old. Right on. Uh, next week. Next week or a couple weeks. Okay. 
Very nice. <laughs> you get the big, oh, you'll have the party with the cake. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure your wife is already planning the little oh, personal cake. Yeah, it's that He's going to mush in his face. Yeah. <laughs> or you hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might, it end, sometimes they end up being a, pure, a uh, complete letdown where they're just like, they don't even want to touch it. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, come on. We all want to <laughs> see you get dirty. He eat anything in front of him, so he'll probably eat it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that's good. He like We try to give him like, you know, like you see a lot of videos of like kids eating a lemon for the first time. Yes. So I'm like, like filming him like eat this lemon and he just like ate it and he like now he loves lemon oh <laughs> now it's like what the hell like you can't have lemon out when he's eating or else he'll just like not eat anything else <laughs> you got to get him on that <laughs> he's one you got to get him on that yeah. uh that youtube show where people eat the peppers yeah. and then they oh, get <laughs> yeah i will i'm a big spicy person so I'll, he'll be he'll be in there soon whenever i get the go ahead from the doctor i'm going to give him some spicy so. <laughs> i uh so i listened to your album Oh, thanks. Very funny. Thank you. Very, very funny. <laughs> um, let's see. I, so I don't want to give away any of your jokes. I'll, I just want to say this, that uh, the ceiling fan. Oh, thanks. So funny. I like. I was listening in my car. It, <laughs> that track ended, and I played it again. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thank so, you. So super funny. Awesome. I haven't played it yet for my wife. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it because I know she's going to think that's really funny. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so that one's really good. Awesome. If people don't know what that is. Um, I'm, there's a track on your album where you talk about ventriloquists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have any heard it, and are you on, no, like, I some sort of list I of... surprisingly have had no ventriloquist backlash. <laughs> no, no backlash whatsoever? No, no not yet. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but if enough but here, like it's... I said, they're cowards, so I don't think they're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> However, if you where do you live now? Uh, Los Angeles. Okay, if you uh, woke up some morning at your house in Los Angeles and there was a puppet freaking oh, looking in your window, I would be scared. You would be scared shitless, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, actually, my aunt used to have this doll, Emmett Kelly, and it's like a kind of like a hobo, um, like a vaudevillian guy. And it was scariest looking puppet because he got like the like the black painted on beard yeah. thing yeah and like a red clown nose and for some reason he didn't have any clothes and he, I remember one time sleeping over at my cousin's house and he's just like in the shelf in the closet and I just like couldn't sleep because he's just staring at me uh huh <laughs> I don't like any kind of ventriloquist uh -uh. you just made me think of my grandparents had a stuffed squirrel. That was like holding an acorn <laughs> that they had up on a shelf. It creeped you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we would, we would stay there, it was in the same room as a, um, like a mini grandfather clock. Okay. So, of course, it's. Oh, God. Yeah. So that keeps you awake. And then you look up and there's the freaking stuffed squirrel. Staring at you. Yeah. You can't have my acorn. Uh, another one I don't want to give away, but uh, if people are coming to the show or listening to your album, look out for the, uh, your joke about crows. Oh, yeah. that's Holy shit, that's that is hilarious. <laughs> Thanks. Holy shit, man. So funny. I also, uh, and I, people who haven't seen it, you, you did a Conan set a few yeah. years ago. Mm -hmm. Conan and just did a Colbert set. How awesome was that? That was great. Yeah, it was a dream come true. I've always wanted to do a late night set, you know, and it was surreal. It was so cool to walk out there and crowds pumped up and, you know, 
Did they film it and then sit on it, or were you like the week uh, with of Conan? It was the night of uh, with Colbert. They filmed it and sat on it for like a few months. So that was a very different experience. Yeah, you kind of like I wanted. I was like, what? Did, I don't even remember how it went. <laughs> you know? Were you telling people that you did it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, my friend, my wife posted I think a picture which some people were like, oh, he did, he did it. And then, then when it came out, I was like, I'm on. Colbert tonight. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch it live? I did, yeah. I was in, actually, uh, in Austin, Texas, where I was playing hockey. Uh, <laughs> and it was just like uh, one of my buddies from that I met in Rhode Island. Uh, he lives in Texas now, and I was just watching with him in a bar. But it was fun. That's got to be awesome. Yeah. Hey, really that's cool. me. Hey, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Me. yeah, and the bar was cool. They turned it up, and they were like, hey, good job, man. They get you get you free drink or anything out of that? You know what? They didn't. Now I'm thinking about it. Son of they a, a bitch. Drink. Yeah. yeah. I'm just happy they played it. But yeah, they should have got me a free drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh. How was Stephen Colbert? That He wasn't there. Actually. Not at all? Yeah. He, oh, um, they did it like that, huh? They He takes Fridays off. So he does two shows on Thursday. So yeah. I think they kind of just shoot whatever they can <clears throat> on the Friday. So they'll shoot like comics and uh, musicians. Okay. So that was a bummer that he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of didn't let you know, so you kind of just had to put it together. You're like, I don't think he's going to be here. <laughs> every every other person that comes through, like, around a curtain yeah. or something, it's going to... Oh, it's yeah. another... <laughs> I was, like, watching a couple of the, like, sets before on, like, YouTube, and I started noticing, like, early on, people would walk out and they'd have, like, this big wide shot of the comedian and over their shoulder Colbert. and But then, like, towards, like... As they went on, uh, you stopped seeing that shot. Yeah. Like, oh, he's not there. He's not there. Interesting. <laughs> so I like still fake looked at the desk and, <laughs> and I gave him a nod. Like, Make it look like he's there. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, Conan was there and that, and that, and that you know, that does it makes the experience like it was really cool. Like I, you know, watched Conan yeah, of course. since I was a kid and uh it was, you know, very crazy to have him walk over, shake your hand, let me come over to the couch. That was cool. Talk to me. Yeah. It was fun. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I saw, and you were, you were like the second uh, guest I've had in, about, in the last month or so that appeared at Comic-Con this summer. Yeah, that um, was crazy. I had Brooks Whelan here, who oh, does a yeah. voice was, on... I saw him there. Yeah, he has we a, does like a next to each other big hero six. Yeah. Fucking A, man. <laughs> he just happened to sit next to us, and we're like, hey, what the hell is Brooks? <laughs> awesome. And then he asked us for a, one of our signatures. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, go ahead and say why you were there. So I'm on a show called Dream Corp on Adult Swim. Uh, it's a kind of a deranged... Um, psychedelic comedy workplace comedy that takes place in this dream therapy center where patients come in and we kind of go into their dreams to try to solve whatever issues they have like impotence or smoking cigarettes or um, claustrophobia whatever they have Mm -hmm. Uh, and so the dream element is animated it's rotoscope which is like you film real people and then paint over them it's really beautiful yeah it's Uh, cool animation yeah and then I'm in the live action part I, I play the nurse that administers all the drugs and then also takes all the drugs. So I'm just this like kind of whacked out drug addict nurse that's constantly just eating food in the background. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's such a fun show. And Comic-Con was our... We filmed a second season a while ago. It just hasn't come out yet. And we're uh, working on... I don't know. Hopefully working on the third season. I'm not sure uh, when I can officially say that. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so the second season should be coming out in the fall. And that second season is... 
like just amazing. Like the first season was fun and like really good show, but the second season I think just blows it out of the water. How many episodes? The second season is fourteen. The first was six. They're fifteen minute episodes, yeah. but um, I think like the director he just kind of made the show he really wanted to make the second season. I think, and it's just really fun. I'm excited for people to see it. And, like, uh, I, I apologize for not knowing his real name. Uncle Rico? Yeah, John Grise. Oh, my God. Yeah, Uncle Rico. He's also um, Laszlo from Real Genius yeah. uh, for the older crowds. <laughs> um, Wait, that? Uh, yeah. That's it is? Lives in the closet. Yeah. Dude, my mind yeah, is blown. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yep. Yeah, and he's in, like, he, he, like, now knowing him, you realize he's in so many things. Actually, at Comic-Con, what? he was gone at this point, but we were at a bar, and we were watching this movie. We couldn't figure out what this movie was, and jokingly, one of our producers says well John Grise is probably in it two seconds later John Grise dying on the ground oh. we're like he is in it it was because he's in almost everything he just, but he's he calls himself a wig actor because he's got no hair and so he always has a wig in everything he's in yeah. so he's always so different looking in all of his movies and so you kind of just don't recognize him from one thing to the next holy shit that's him in real genius yeah he's yeah he's laszlo and real genius wow that that and uncle rico are like the two biggest things that like people like recognize him from wow but if you look on him on indb like he's and his dad was like a big hollywood director he directed helter skelter so john has just these amazing hollywood stories from growing up around all these crazy hollywood things you know like wow I, i think Helter Skelter was like uh, the movie that what's his name John Wayne Gacy or who Charles Manson Charles Manson was trying to kill I think he was trying to kill John Grise's dad or something when they killed those people but it was at the wrong house or something th- oh that's I, possible I'm pretty sure that I've heard I heard John telling the story of someone else and I was like wait what <laughs> like your dad was supposed to be murdered by yeah Charles because they Manson? did kill an actress yeah 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 so I think his dad was like targeted holy shit yeah he has like just so many stories of like he has a story like William he was like on Star Trek when he was a kid and he like pushed William Shatner's daughter who was like also on Star Trek and William Shatner like smacked him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, he's got a bunch of crazy stories. Wild. <laughs> Wild. And Stephen Merchant is Yeah, he's one of the producers and he voices the robot on the show and he's just hilarious. Like he freaking comedy genius. Oh, I know. Like we did the pilot and Adult Swim wanted us to like rework it and Stephen just he he just kind of comes through, looks at what we got, and gives like perfect notes and everything he says. You're like, oh yeah, he's right. Let's fix it that way. Let's do this, and like like because like in the pilot, I didn't have this drug addict nurse persona, and he kind of came came through and just kind of gave us all jobs. He's like, everyone needs to have like a job. We were all kind of just scientists working in this lab, and then he kind of just made it more specific where it's like you're the nurse and and you're like the tech person and you're kind of working on the psychology okay and so it kind of just really made it feel like an office comedy where everyone has their little thing yeah mm-hmm. wow wow yeah, man it's just so funny what uh, i'm gonna check the time here oh my goodness i should let you go here what uh let's quickly here we should wrap this up um you have a sketch group. Say something about you. Give that a little oh, attention here yeah, before we're good. So um, that's like, you know, one of my favorite things I've ever done. I moved to L.A. Uh, Jack Robichaud and Ryan O'Flanagan, two other stand-up comics that I met out there who are also fellow New Englanders. We just kind of uh, 
three guys that just started making stupid videos in Jack's apartment, and we started putting one out every Monday. Uh, we did that for three years, and like Comedy Central picked us up, put us on their website, and we um, wrote a couple pilots for them. Never got filmed, but uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're still just kind of putting out videos and pitching different ideas to whoever will hear them. <laughs> right on. Yeah, and then, you know, they're like my best friends now. They're in my wedding. And, uh, but, yeah, it's it's fun. It's just basically all the sketches we just think of in the moment and film it pretty simply we just show up to jack's house with like three shirts and we're like uh what's in the fridge and then we're just like all right this is sketches about what's in the fridge you know like the one i watched someone must have been eating popcorn yeah yeah that was the most recent one mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I'm, i was watching it i'm like okay i i'm trying to i'm like uh i could maybe guess where this is going no nope, <laughs> yeah. not exactly yeah that's no funny. not exactly yeah, that's actually kind of funny was uh we, were, we made that, like, we were going to make these things for Funny or Die, but we kind of are just, like, three idiots that don't go through the right process. We are supposed to, like, send them the ideas, but we just filmed it anyway because we just, like, showed up at each other's house. Well, let's just film something. We'll send it to them. And they were like, mm, this is kind of treaded upon territory. And we're like, yeah, I know. But this is a stupid video we made. And they were like, we're not going to put it out. So we just put it out ourselves. But it is, like, like you're saying, like, you know, it's not exactly how you think it's going to play out. Right. <laughs> but it is, like, popcorn on a dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> But not exactly. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. different dick. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else uh, that you're working on that pe- or that people should look out for? Or you sell them? That, do you bring the album along? You sell uh, it yeah, at the I'm shows the album here after the shows. You could also buy it on iTunes. Um, really want people to check out the second season of Dream Corp. The first season's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you don't watch the first season, second season will still make sense. So Sweet. check that out in the fall. Um, and just keep watching Dead Kevin on YouTube. Okay. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Instagram is probably where I'm most active. That's a lot of pictures of my son, if you want to see that. <laughs> he's a cute little fellow. I saw yeah, him. Yeah, he's cute. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like him. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, well, that sounds good. Thanks. Yeah. Um, continued success, sir. And... Um don't wait another, how many years are you in? 14? Don't wait another 14, 14 yeah, to no. come back here. Oh, well, I'll come back as soon as I can. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, come back in the winter, I'll take you to a hockey game. Ooh, I would love that. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Boom, we did it. <laughs> <laughs>